Hey there, I am Dr. Jerry Crete, and I am a marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to Be With The Word, and this is our show where I'm going to go through the um, Sunday readings, and uh, but especially tackle a theme, and today's theme is surviving the holiday blues. Uh, this is the third Sunday of Advent coming up, and... I know as we get closer to Christmas and New Year's, many of us experience some symptoms of feeling down, maybe even depression, or uh, we're affected by the season. Um, And especially we've got this added dimension of COVID. So I'm here to give you some very, very tangible and hopefully helpful tips uh, to kind of help you through this season. I have two things that I'm going to encourage people to do less of. And I've got five things that I'm going to encourage people to do more of. And I really do believe that if you follow these these tips or these suggestions, that you'll have a much more peaceful, much more enjoyable, and uh, even spiritual um, holiday season. Uh, I was especially inspired by um, St. Therese of Lisieux, actually, uh, as I was preparing this. I was looking at... Um, different aspects of mental health and what are what are some what's some of the best advice that's given uh, for people who struggle with depression during the holidays with people who struggle with season effect seasonal affective disorder in general uh, and people and what to expect during covid for people so I was kind of looking at all those different things and as I was reflecting on it and preparing for today it was the little flower who actually um, influenced me the most. So I hope that you will sit back and really take in what I have to say today. If you would like to hear the readings read to you, please go over to my sister podcast, uh, Hear the Word. I will there, I will actually just in a meditative way, read through these same these Sunday readings. And then I'm going to give you a guided meditation. Uh, we're going to do uh, a very good kind of breathing exercise, and a whole exercise designed to help you de-stress for the holidays. So hopefully you'll check out that as well. Um, I just want to say a few words about our readings um, because it starts off with Isaiah. And the part that really spoke to me was um, God saying that he would uh, heal the brokenhearted. You know, he mentions liberty to captives and release of prisoners. And so that's what really spoke to me about the brokenhearted, right? Because uh, most of us, even if we're having a lot of good things happen over the holidays, the holidays have a way of bringing up the brokenhearted or the wounded places in our hearts. So even though we have high points, we sometimes have low points. And some of us in general are, are going to have a harder holiday. Some, there's much more loneliness. You know, if you're celebrating the holidays alone or if you're not able to meet with people or meet as often because of COVID restrictions and concerns, this may be a really difficult holiday season. Um, but our readings today speak to healing the brokenhearted and then God being the joy of our soul. So I'm going to try to get a little bit at that, is how can God become the joy of our soul, even in a 2020 Christmas? (laughs) All right. Um, The psalm says our soul rejoices, 
right? And God has done great things, right? And then in Thessalonians, we have, um, again, St. Paul says we should rejoice always and pray without ceasing, which is such an interesting phrase. I'm going to mention here the word, talk about that a little bit because uh, that has influenced some some spiritual greats as well. So um, what, what St. Paul does say, though, is that God... It's that God is the God of peace, and he makes makes you holy. It's kind of interesting. It's not about us simply be working toward that. It is that he makes us holy. Obviously, we have to be receptive, but he makes us holy in spirit, soul, and body. He mentions those three things. I think that's interesting and powerful. And so that's why our meditations and our approach at Souls and Hearts is really to get at all that spirit, soul, and body. Or, or even you might say mind, heart, and soul. But all the dimensions of the person. We're not leaving out the spiritual. And we're not leaving out the body, the physical body as well. Um, and of course the mind. And then, of course, we have the gospel, and it's from John, and it's about John the Baptist, and it's about him testifying to the light and making straight the way of the Lord. And this is what we're doing during Advent, is we're making a path for the Lord. We're getting ready, we're preparing for his coming in a unique and special and significant and meaningful way in our hearts this season, beginning with Christmas. All right. So what I'd like you to, to go over is, the first of all, the two things to do less of. All right? The two main things to do less of this Advent season. And the, the first one I'm going to say is to avoid getting caught up in the holiday commercialism. I know you've probably heard that a lot, you know. Um, but we do have a tendency to focus on spending and buying. And I'm really going to encourage everyone to think about instead what it would mean to focus on loving right really focus on loving doing less and loving more and let that be the kind of guiding spirit for the holidays in other words i'm not going to try to fill my plate with too many things i'm going to choose to love the small things and really enjoy the 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 you know, my experiences. And here I was inspired by something St. Therese said that I'm just going to read. I'm going to read a few of her quotes because they're, they're just beautiful. She says, Our Lord poured in the light of truth, which shines far brighter than the shadowy light of earthly pleasures. I would not exchange 10 minutes spent upon my act of charity for a thousand years of such worldly delights. Right? So to me, that inspires me to want to do um, acts of charity, loving, maybe loving behaviors. It could, be a, it could be a gift, but it might be um, reaching out and talking with someone, doing something, an act of kindness, um, and that those things shine brightly. And those can be our focus. And so instead of trying to do too much, we want to love more. The second big less is having less big expectations. So it's related to the first. Dedicate the holidays to the small things. Little moments. 
and even trying to appreciate little moments as well, noticing them. Because Therese says, remember that nothing is small in the eyes of God. Do all that you do with love. So here we're, we're, I'm suggesting not overspending, maybe choosing smaller, more meaningful gifts, and choosing gifts of love and kindness. And the big one here is being present as a gift for yourself and for others. So those are the two biggies that we want to try to do less of, right? I would say we need to enter into the liturgical season, right? I think what can happen is we get put so much on a certain day. Maybe that's Christmas Day. Maybe that's New Year's. We make, make it so much about that one day. And that day can be precious and important. But how about going with the church here and recognizing there's a season? You know, we have, we have all these uh, weeks leading up to Christmas to prepare for it. And then we have the 12 days of Christmas. We have a period, a season of Christmas, right? So the day is not the end. It's the beginning. It's the be- and, and, and another suggestion I'll, I'll have here is, let's make this entire season a pilgrimage, an internal pilgrimage of renewal. So we're entering into this time. I know it's already, we're starting the third, we're leading up to the third Sunday of Advent, so we're already right into it. But it's not too late. It's not too late to make this uh, a, re- a spiritual renewal time. All right? All right. So with that in mind, I would say maybe having a seasonal plan, if you don't already. In other words, looking at the next, whatever we've got now, a couple of weeks, like let's say, let's say the next four weeks and saying, well, what are, what's going to be my plan, my overall plan for this season? What am I going to try to do here? Maybe my plan is going to include uh, adding more prayer, um, maybe a little bit more exercise, maybe more time with loved ones. And, and if I can't do that in person, I'm going to purposefully plan to have Zoom meetings or I'm going to purposefully make some calls or I'm going to reach out to people uh, in a way, you know, maybe that I, I might not otherwise do. Um, and then every day having a bite-sized goal, right? Especially if you're off work uh, or uh, if, if you're working, you know, sometimes you really want bite-sized little goals. But if you do have some time off over the holiday and you're, you know, rather than filling it up with too many tasks, think about having one or two little goals. And then if you can accomplish those, you're okay for the day. And having those planned out in advance and, and, and maybe even the night before, the day before, thinking, okay, what, am, what are my goals for tomorrow? Okay, two small things. The next day, I do those two small things. Just preparing, thinking about it, maybe visualizing it, and, and have it be reasonable and realistic can really make a difference. You're more likely to do it when you plan, visualize, and so on. And, and, and then you have a sense of accomplishment afterward. Okay, now the more. I have five things to do more of this season to really get help you through if this is, um, if you're forgetting through depression, anxiety, any of the, the down downers that come with the holiday, often come with the holidays. Okay, so like I was saying before, let this season be a time of restoration. Think of it that way. This is not, okay, I have to brace myself for the holidays and buy a billion things and try to make everything perfect and try to get everything in order and, and, and somehow make it through the holidays. Oh, I know I've been there lots of times. Instead, let this holiday be a time for deepening of your prayer life. 
right? It, and it doesn't have to be a total makeover. Just maybe make a little more space for it, okay? Um, and so really encourage you to oh, make a choice to bring both your pains, your feelings of, if you're feeling a little down, if you're feeling blues, depression, negative thoughts and stuff like that, old feelings, bad feelings are popping up, bring those as well as any joys and excitement with you into prayer. And so I would say, if you know it already, that this is a good time to maybe do, hey, maybe a morning and an evening prayer, if you don't already. If you just, if you can only do one of those, hey, that's okay. But at least a daily prayer of some kind where you bring and give those hardships. You know, maybe um, you've lost a loved one recently, and or, or maybe you've lost a loved one a long time ago, and you're still, you feel that sadness every holiday season. Well, this is a time to bring that sadness to the Lord in prayer. And maybe do that every day. St. Therese said, I learned from experience that joy does not reside in the things about us, but in the very depths of the soul. That one can have it in the gloom of a dungeon as well as in the palace of a king. So it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or what your circumstances are. This is where we go. We need to find a place to go to the depth of our soul with God in prayer. Okay, and that's one of the things we try to do on Hear the Word is kind of encourage this day, this this approach, this union with God, not just a mental exercise, not just recita recitation of prayers, but a but a deepening of our connection with Him. Right, it's a powerful thing to bring our pains, our wounds, our hurts um, to Him, um, and then. We also experience joy in that, letting that be a place of joy, that even those small moments with, with God become places of refuge and sanctuary and, and, and something to, to look forward to. St. Therese says, for me, prayer is a surge of the heart. It is a simple look to turn toward heaven. It is a cry of recognition and of love, embracing both trial and joy. Notice she's does doesn't just have rose-colored glasses, no pun intended there on the little flower, but but she she realistically looks at the, the negative. So we're not going to run away from our grief or our sadness or whatever might be difficult this season. We're not actually going to just try to bury it and get through the holidays. No, we're going to make a space for it in our prayer time. We're going to make a space for it with God. And I think when we do that, it allows us to then as we exit that prayer space, you know, maybe we've got a little prayer closet or a little little room we pray in or, or, or we walk outside and pray or something. But when we leave that little spot and we come back in, come back into the world, we can feel that burden lifted. And when we come into the world and we know, hey, uh, yeah, there is a lot we have to do, like whether it's making dinner, or cleaning up or buying a present, any of those kind of tasks that we might want to do, we're suddenly able to do them with a lighter spirit. Even our physical bodies can kind of go, kind of be enter into it in a more mindful way, which takes us to the, the next more category, which is mindful experiencing. Okay, this is a biggie. Um, and you've heard that term mindfulness before, probably. Um, 
and it's just a handy term. Um, so I mean it in the most general of ways. What I hear in mindfulness is to stay focused in the present moment, but allow yourself to slow right down and notice, right? So in other words, I'm not rushing through my day. I'm not gonna rush through every experience. I'm gonna actually savor it. And it's funny, St. Therese says this, she says, if I did not simply live from one moment to another, it would be impossible for me to be patient. But I only look at the present. I forget the past, and I take good care not to forestall the future. Wow. She's talking about mindfulness, really. It's not to say there isn't a place to grieve the past or to plan for the future. And there could be spaces for that. I encourage um, grieving and all that to happen in that prayer space or might happen in uh, specific kinds of conversations with people that are there to care for you. If you can have them, that would be great. But once we get out of that space and we're into our regular life, we want to be in the present. Slow down, you know? Um, and then, therefore, we it opens us up to have more moderation in our choices, whether that's eating or drinking or maybe even playing video games or time on the internet or reading the news, which is another big one. You know, all these things, they can be fine. Uh, most of them can be fine for us, but not if we're binging and we're using them to numb, escape, and just, just or, or just avoid our experiences. And especially if they take us away from relationships and connections with others. All right. So really, we have to ask ourselves, especially something like the news. I know I've had this issue lately where I've been reading more news. Does it bring me peace? Or is it only serving to aggravate my mind and spirit? Yes, I need to stay informed, but let's contain that. Let's not let it be something I'm checking all the time. All right, and then I would say with the mindfulness also would be, um, and slowing down, is purposely go out. I prefer, I'm gonna suggest the mornings, because of course it gets darker later, uh, earlier. I suggest going out and having a walk in the morning, if you can. First of all, you're getting sunlight. That's gonna be good for you for vitamin D absorption, and that's helpful for depression. Going for a walk, is helpful as well. It's just some exercise. Bilateral stimulation with your, your walking, your legs is bilateral stimulation. It's just lightly touching on both the right and left sides of the brain. So to me, you know, that helps just to soothe and to um, help you process things. Enjoy and savor nature, right? I would, again, planning the prayer time really enjoying some things. I choose in advance. This is important, is a little bit of advance planning. And that is saying, okay, what are the things that I really do enjoy? And what would be very nice? What's a good self-care thing for me this season? And to have that planned out a little bit. Hey, I'm really gonna read, I've got a book picked out. This is gonna be my holiday book. I'm gonna read that, or two, or a series. And I'm gonna read that every night during the holiday season as a little treat to me. Right? It's a good, relaxing, kind of restful activity. Imagine yourself doing it in advance. It means you're more likely to set the time to actually do it. All right. 
Another next one for a more, more prayer for others. You know, I find this to be really helpful, especially if you're alone or if you're spending a lot of time alone this holiday season. You're not alone because we are surrounded by the witness, uh, cloud of witnesses, by the saints, the community of saints, God himself. But, but it, I would say pray for other people in very specific ways. Decide to dedicate perhaps specific prayers for certain people or causes or groups of people. Um, and I find that really gives purpose to our prayer. And I believe that prayer really genuinely does help those others. So we can be prayer warriors, if nothing else, right? And it, and it's helpful. And, and sometimes it's good to write it down or put a picture out in your prayer space and say, this is who I'm specifically praying for this season. And it, it aligns well with St. Therese who says, I implore you, uh, cast your eyes upon a multitude of little souls. Choose from this world, I beg of you, a legion of little victims worthy of your love. Isn't that beautiful? Who's the, who are the legion of little victims that you want to pray for their souls this holiday season? Uh, what a beautiful calling. The next more is to love others. So this is about choosing to love others rather than do for them, which might be hard for some people because it's Sure, we can do things. I'm not saying never to do things all season, but 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 really, new view. T take a new view about it. That you're you're going to love them. Therese says, without love, deeds even the most brilliant count as nothing. So reach out to someone every day, with a kind and loving spirit. Just whether that's a call or you know schedule a Zoom meeting so you can see them face to face or FaceTime or whatever you're using. But 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 do it. Be purposeful about it. Even if you're an introvert, especially if you plan in advance, uh, it will refresh the soul to just connect with somebody. I love it that Therese says, a word or a smile is often enough to put fresh life in a despondent soul. So it can go both ways. It can help us and can help someone else. And the last more I'm going to suggest is to receive comfort from God and his angels and saints. And this one's tricky. You know, again, if we're alone, it can be hard. But he really provides an antidote for every illness in, his, in the communion of saints or in his own persons, uh, God does. Uh, and one of the best examples I can think of is, of course, Our Lady Mary, the Theotokos, uh, the Mother of God. I mean, he literally handed her to St. John from the cross. You know, and, and our church understands that he's now given her as a mother, therefore, to the whole church, right? So she's this loving mother that is available to us spiritually. We can ask God to allow Mary to be in our heart when we need her. So if we need maternal care, maybe we've lost a mother or maybe we're not, we're in some difficulty with our, with our earthly mother, but... But he's given us this mother to, to give us what we need uh, uh, at times. But if that's not our need, there might be another need. And there's a saint for it. I guarantee it. I can't go through all the possibilities today. But, but to figure out in advance a little bit, huh, where's my empty space? Is there a part of me that is feeling especially missing something? And is there a saint, or maybe there's a group of saints, 
that that I can specifically dedicate this season to that I am going to connect with. And if I can find an icon or some picture of that saying to help me connect with them, I will. And uh, and just maybe offer up this season to praying, to asking for their prayers. And St. Therese goes along with this. She says, in trial or difficulty, I have recourse to Mother Mary, whose glance alone is enough to dissipate every fear. Isn't that beautiful? I think it's, I think it's very beautiful. Uh, all right, well, this is a, probably a shorter Be With The Word uh, this week, but I wanted to give you those tips. I'm going to um, write those up and uh, so that you can uh, get them. I'm, I believe I'm going to be making them into a blog, so you can check out Souls on Hearts blog for that. You can also check out um, uh, Hear the Word, as I mentioned before. You can also check out the Coronavirus Carpe Diem podcast with Dr. Peter uh, that comes out weekly as well, filled with uh, fantastic information. But check out soulsandhearts.com. And if you're not already, uh, register with us so that you get our weekly updates. And also just subscribe, like, share, tell people about what we're doing at Souls and Hearts. Uh, we, we'd love to reach more and more people. And if this holiday season is is very difficult for you, and if you're lo- alone, or you're at all um, at a place where you're um, in great distress, uh, and you, you don't know who to call, and, and you, you just need to talk to someone, I would encourage you to call um, SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration. They have uh, a toll-free, uh, a free call. It's 1-800-662-HELP. And help is 4357. So 1-800-662-HELP. And help is 4357. So call that number if you need to. Share it with somebody if you know that they might need it as well. So that nobody is without someone this uh, this holiday season. So God bless you. I uh, look forward to connecting with you next week. And on Hear the Word as well. So until then, be still. Believe, be loved.